All right, Brock and Salk here on 710 ESPN Seattle. I'm not sure what's going on, but Pete's making fun of me. Dave I got Pearson's some insights. making fun of me. You got insights. Yeah. I got insights for you. It's time. Do we play the Coach Carroll Open? I wasn't. Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Brock and Salk. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. You accused me of wearing black last week and being depressed because of it. So I wore red just for you, just, just to pick Christmas. you up. Nice little red for Christmas. Yes. Good. What were you doing outside the stadium? We, we're driving up in the bus. It looked like you were looking for your dealer. Oh, I saw you. I, 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 I walked you by you guys. Oh. I, so I had, uh, I had an Must important wandering around the back, the back corner of the stadium. Yes. I was worried for you. I was. <laughs> I was walking. I walked by Enchant, and then I had to walk over to Pyramid Brewery yesterday. Oh, okay. I had to get myself ready for I'm the game. You, we, we need to talk about this. I'm more concerned that you were noticing. Me at that point. We'll, we'll keep it off the air. <laughs> Clearly, you weren't focused on the task ahead of you. Right. How about that game last night? What a blast, man! That was so good. It was a great, great night uh, at the at, at the stadium. Just the build up to it, everything about it—you could feel it. It was just such a, a playoff atmosphere, and and uh, they're good, and they're all. You know, strutting around, they look great, man. That was a great looking team they have too, and so we have. It's such a good deal because we have so much respect for what they they're all about, you know. So it was really fun. When did you know your guys were wired to go? Uh, well, you know, they had scored on seventy one percent of their opening drives. Okay, so I didn't. I never mentioned that to anybody because I don't want to put that out there. And then we get out, you know, one, two, three, and we're out of there, you know, because that's a major start. And uh, and then we go right down the field, and okay, so it's it's a ball game, you know. And it's it, then I I get concerned about okay, was it just the start or we got it, you know? And so then uh, I don't know somewhere somewhere in there. And half, by the time I got to halftime, I think the big turnover was huge before halftime, just to make a statement there that we uh, we could stop them and. All of that just led to it. We had a great locker room in the halftime, made some a few adjustments, and came back out roaring. I think you said a couple times, sir, Mike, post game that it just felt like uh, you know there's a playoff atmosphere, and that building has been alive before for yeah. some awfully, awfully big moments. You could feel some of that. Yeah, that, that's that's really what it is. It's it's familiar. The familiarity of the feeling of the energy and the, and the excitement and, and and just the. I don't know, it's kind of like there's a clarity about it, you know, when you're in it. And, and uh, I mentioned the guys at halftime, they, you could all, they could all feel the juice of the night, you know, it was on. So we want to make sure we capitalize on it. How proud are you of this group? Yeah, this is a, it is a proud feeling. I thought about it. It, it is a proud feeling um, because we've, you know, like the turn happened, you know, like you don't like that phrase, but that was really what it was. And, and it happened this season. And uh, to see these guys never waver in their enthusiasm and their fun and love for you know getting together these guys like coming to work and having a good time doing it and and that's such a great uh, culture to be around and and so to be in that the whole time with hope and in and, and positive thinking that something good's going to turn and and uh, the messaging just kind of stayed on point and and shoot we made something happen finally we spent a while today talking about guys on this team we were just happy for yeah, guys whose stories have taken some tough, uh, tough lumps over the last couple of years. Whether it's Carson getting hurt and the seventh round pick, or George Fant coming back from his injury, mm-hmm. are, are there some guys that you're just you're just happy for them and what they've been able to deal with and get? Yeah, to? yeah. There, there, there's there's a lot of stories on this team. A lot of really good feeling stories. You know, Bradley McDougall coming around. Remember, we we convinced him to come here when we had Earl and. and cam that he would have a chance and then you know 
How'd you do that? He could have started it. He was a, getting starter pay at, at Big Cleveland nickel. or somewhere else. You know? He said, we <laughs> got this thing. We're going to run Big Nickel with you. I told him there's, a, there's an announcer in the area that would really you know, champion <laughs> he, the cause. He walks the streets like a homeless guy before the game, but trust me, he <laughs> loves Big I think last nickel. night you went Big Dime. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, well, um, but uh, he's got a great story. Like you said, George coming back and, and Tyler coming back from a unbelievable injury, you know, uh, a couple years back. But uh, uh, Chris is a great story, you know, kind of coming out of nowhere. Chris Carson, um, guys like Trey Madden, you know, that people had kind of forgotten about. That is a real nice contributor on this team. Uh, it, it just kind of goes on. Puna is a great story too, you know. He's a great football player in his background that kind of was forgotten a little bit. And here he is now. He's he's playing like crazy for us and doing all kinds of good stuff and so much for the future, you know. When you look at him and and. Uh, uh, it just goes on and on. There, there's a lot of stories. Love the kicker, you know, and, and the kicker and the punter. They both got stories, you know, and uh, exciting stories. I think in, in certain ways. So kicker so. gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look like Seabass. I, you, you I might have overdone. He, he is hurt a little bit now. Oh, he is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gave me a couple looks. And I thought, oh man, this is awesome. Man, he's pulling it off, you know. And he's, he's still down, you know. I thought he'd been shot. <laughs> no, he, he landed on the guy's foot on and his back, you know. You know, so he 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 got he got banged pretty good. I don't I don't know the depth of the injury, but I was I was a little off. I was a little insensitive right there. You <laughs> had a front row seat last night for Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. Wow. What was it like watching those two guys duel back wow. and forth? That was really, really good ball. It was really good ball to watch. All of the times, Patrick kept sneaking out of that darn pocket. He he, he ain't hanging in the pocket and looking for stuff downfield very much. He, if it doesn't happen right now, it's not happening. You know, he, and So you could see you could see the, you could learn how he plays. If the ball can come out right now, it will. If not, He's going to move, so you better get ready. And our guys are plastering and running all over doing their stuff, and he's running like crazy on that side. And that Russell had his night, too, where he get, he was free and made some great plays with his legs as well as everything else. And then the, the special throws those guys made, you know, just, yeah, it was really fun. Well, we talked last week. You mentioned the name Gale Sayers, saying, hey, you know, I've watched way back when, even back to Gale, like that nuance that he had to run the ball. And you just see the guys that have it. If I'd have taken you back 30 years ago, and Monty Kiffin, and Bud Grant, and you were like, hey, guys, I'm going to fast forward you to 2018, and I'm going to put you on the sidelines, and this is what quarterbacks are going to be capable of doing in 2018. It wouldn't have shaken Bud at all, because he, he grew up with Tarkin. He had him all those years. Tark was the, he was the same kind of guy. He could do all this kind of stuff. But it, it, nobody would ever realize you could have two guys like that. You'd think they're one in a million, you know, but they're they're out there. They're, I watched some guys on TV the other day. They were some great players now they're, they're over the weekend. Uh, and it's the running quarterbacks. The quarterbacks really have all of the athleticism and the toughness, too, yeah. you know. Uh, Cam has been Cam Newton has been one of those guys that's kind of he's broken the mold, you know, that he can run the football as a quarterback and then you can keep doing it. People say you couldn't do that. He could. And these other guys are doing it now too. It's it's uh, incredible to watch. The throw that Mahomes made running to his left, throwing to his <laughs> yeah. right. Did you see his right hip come flying? You know, it's unbelievable. When you really look, the release is, is really something, but but then the follow through to get his body in that position throws his right hip all the way back around. He's in the air. Uh, that was like right in front of you, right? That was, oh yeah, it was. That was. Yeah, it was like as soon as he went, oh, okay, there's one of the, his plays, you know, one of the highlights. Yeah. It was amazing. How about the throw Russ made to Lockett? Oh, gosh, that's a great throw. The one to Doug is a great throw, too. The touchdown the or move. the one that was almost a the touchdown? The one that was almost a touchdown, yeah, the way he's on the move going to his left. And, you know, they missed a, they missed a shot that I saw uh, on, on the, the the great catch that Doug made on the sidelines right in front of us. They didn't get a replay. That one. That's a phenomenal throwing catch. It's, you know, on the ground right down there and, 
protect the football and all that. They, we sped on to the next play, but uh, we didn't get to see it. But there was it was just all night. There was stuff everywhere. The receivers were phenomenal. The guys were making the plays and getting open and drawing the fouls and all that kind of stuff. It was. Uh, I feel like I could just run through plays with you all day. Ed Dixon converting third and fifteen. Yeah, that wasn't that a special moment right there. It, could, it was kind of you think, oh, okay, the guy's going to get him, and then wait a minute, he got a shot, and all of a sudden he makes about four or five yards on the play, you know, to boot. So that was a good one. That catch that he makes too, and the throw that Russ makes. That's Russ's throw going to his left. Uh, he put away. He rushed his it into the space. You know, he knew he was there, and he was hoping he'd react to it nice and soft, and try to draw him into the space, and then he lays out and catches it. <laughs> so every one, one. every once in a while, Salk will just kind of let me go. He'll just let me rant. And uh, the other day, he had a real sore throat. He'd hosted the afternoon show. He was so he was oh, excited. That must be tough. Huh? Uh, he had to pull double duty. So he <laughs> so he said. Why don't you just take it? You just start it. So I just ranted about the day after the Pro Bowl and Russell doesn't make it. <coughs> Russell's an alternate. And for the life of me, I, I just, we've covered this for seven years and it really frustrates me. He in particular, and a lot of guys on your team, but he in particular, people focus on what he doesn't do instead of celebrating all these things he does. And then he has a year. Well, do you want me to start? Then he has a year where he has a 112.7 QB rating. He's got 34 touchdowns to six picks. And I don't know, is it the yards and the touchdowns? Yes, I went on the whole deal. It just, But they don't focus on that. So my point to Mike is when. What will he have to do before the league says, huh, man, maybe this guy is up there with Peyton and with Dan Marino because his numbers say it. Or maybe this guy's up there. Oh, actually, he's the greatest winner in the history of this league. When will the narrative flip to the things that he does versus seeming to focus on the things that he's not? Yeah, I don't know when that time's going to come. But but for those who are close to it and appreciate it, like I've, I've been a great fan of his because he just continues to prove it. It's not like you can talk about, well, he could do this, he could do that. He's done it. And the Peyton numbers that we talked about last week, the seven winning seasons, you know, nobody's ever done before. You wouldn't think that somebody had done that, you know, but nobody's ever done that before. It's He's just going to have a great uh, litany of things that, you know, that he will have pulled off that nobody else will have ever done and then you yeah, said post game last night and you're right like when you got the next young gun and the mvp on the other side and all this heck yeah <laughs> yeah heck yeah he won't he, he did he even mention he probably he wouldn't mention it but yeah you know you know and it was aaron you know he gunned him down and you know that's some uh those are the kinds of things that that give you know, special juice and life to it. You know, and they, you got to put them in the right place and not let them affect the way you perform and all that, which he knows how to do, and he's done it again. But uh, but there's something to that. To start his career, I like I, I like playing against Andy last night. I love that I man. I think he's a great coach. There's there's not those are the good things that you get to the challenges. You know, mm-hmm. little deal. It's not not meaningful, but it's. You know, if you're a competitor, you know, you, you, those things kind of feed you sometimes. That's good. And there was a number. It's not true anymore because he's lost a few games to, to Aaron Rodgers. But to start his career, Russ was perfect against Brady, Manning, Breeze, and Rodgers. Yeah. I think it was 7-0, 6-0, 7-0, maybe 8-0. I forget the exact number, and, and I apologize. But, I mean, he clearly gets up for those matchups with the premier quarterbacks. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he gets up. He's just aware of it, you know. And then there's you don't get those kinds of matchups all the time. And it's it just makes it fun. It's like playing against the guys that you know it's 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 fun you know there's something to it well another guy that i went off on a little bit today that uh, got criticized a lot and that was schottenheimer when he was hired everybody looked at what he you know wasn't and he didn't do this and he didn't have the gaudy numbers and yada 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 
And he's now, you've got the sixth scoring offense in the league. Russell's having a career year. You've got the first 1,000-yard rusher since 2014. Russell's doing Masters-level stuff at the line of scrimmage. I mean, can you speak to what Brian has been able with yeah, the staff he's, to do? He's been a brilliant addition and, and, and really hit it in so many areas. You probably have noted it before about how willing he is to critique, too. You know, he's fine about it. He's a tough guy, you know, and he, he doesn't mind calling guys to the front. He's the first one to praise anybody and everybody, but he, he it is part of his vernacular to go to the, hey, you didn't get it done here. And, yeah, you, you do it all the time, but this time it didn't work out right. And he's free to speak that way, and he does a really good job in, in that regard. He's really, really smart, and he can put things together and, and, and field a lot of information. This is a hard, This was a hard situation to come into because of the background the success, the the style that was unique to us. You know, he had to figure that out and, and work his way through it, and, and he's done a great job of it. That must be satisfying to you personally. Just uh, I know how hard it is for you to to, to move on from a coach. It was We've really talked hard. to yeah, you sure. after the so-called Black Friday every year, and you're always incredibly empathetic to any coach who's losing his job at the end of the year. It couldn't have been easy for you to move on from Daryl Bevel. No, I love Daryl. He was we had a blast together and he's a great coach. We we just needed to keep moving and, and just felt like it was we had to do something to do that. But uh yeah, that's the terrible thing about the business, you know, whenever that has to happen. It's the same thing you have to let players go too. It's terrible. These guys this is their whole life, you know, and, and, and you have to be the one to say, Oh well not 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 anymore here you know, and, and uh fortunately guys will move on and do great stuff and all that. But um Th- this worked out, and it worked out uh, in some real obvious ways, and, and uh, we're just getting started. I mean, we're just at the – really, we're just getting going, you know. We have so much to learn and to grow from from this season. It, it, and, again, I go back. It's been a challenging transition for Brian to try and figure out Russ out and figure us out, figure me out. I'm a pain in the butt, you know. <laughs> and it's it's it, to get all that stuff, all those elements together and and, uh, and to find our way to be success and, and also some pretty good numbers and things that you can really build from. It's been very Successful. It's funny you bring that up. Will Blackman was tweeting last night about how uh, John Schneider may have saved his career by cutting him here. Mm-hmm. And he was just sort of offering, I mean, he was sort of making fun at the beginning with how he's mad at the Seahawks. But then he said, no, actually, I love Schneider, and he saved my career by, by what he said to me when they moved on. So, yeah, yeah. yeah John, John did take Will under his wing a number of different times. How about another 200-yard rushing game, ho-hum? Yeah, yeah. Not whole home now. That's huge. Those guys had so much fun just when you get to recognize that in the locker room, you know, for them, you know, the 200 yards and the 1,000-yard guys, they, they take great pride down. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to the big guys now. They, they like it more than the running backs. I mean, it's a, that's their their accomplishment, you know, and, and uh, it was fun to, you know, to break that on them last night. They knew it, but it, they still were going crazy about it. But that's the kinds of things that build the attitude in the, in the the fabric of the future, too, you know. You know, Christmas isn't till tomorrow, and Mike was actually shopping before the game. So we'll give you your gift next week. Maybe that's what Monday. you were doing. You were yeah, he was trying shopping. to buy something out there on the street corner. Maybe the best way. That's where I, my wife, she needs it. But I'm going to give you a little gift right now, okay? We were playing some highlights earlier, and man, are there a lot of highlights. Gifts? But knowing your affinity for the big number 32 in the way that he runs, knowing your affinity for Rabel's calls, <laughs> this one last night on one of Carson's run, not even his touchdown run, where he carried the two guys in. This one just, it just uh, felt, give me a couple of it felt like Coach Carroll. Russell from the shotgun with a slot near side, and Carson in the backfield, and Carson gets the handoff again. Breaks one tackle, fights for a second, fights his way to the 20, he's got a first down. 
Chris Carson broke about four arm tackles, and Hitchens jumped on his back, dropped $5 into the coin box, and rode another five yards on the back of the bus that wears number 32, Chris Carson. The coin and box on the game. bus. That's awesome. Where'd you get that one? The coin box on the bus. There were so many, many plays last night. I mean, well, he Chris, was. Chris had five or six oh. just slashing runs that were so good to see. I always just loved loved to see again. He's got style, you know, and and he brings it. When I, honestly, when he hit the, the guys on the goal line on the touchdown, I I felt like I I, I knew he was going in, you know, and I was already looking to high five somebody. There's <laughs> he no was, question. He's just gonna finish this one. It's funny you say it years later. Style. That's what you said to him. We played your call. We won't play that again. But when you guys drafted him in the seventh round, that was your exact words to Is that him. Right? Yeah. You said, you know the style. We've talked about the style and your style fitting into this thing, and man, has it ever. Yeah. It's, I, I think we're right where we want to be. You know, I know we've we've seen uh, a style before in the past. You know, with, with 24, he was he had it. We got it again. And, and wait till it's the it's you really feel the impact of the whole group. You know, we didn't get to have Rashad last night. He and Mike and, and pounding away and. Uh, it, it's it's got some it's got some substance to it. We talked about some redemption stories or, or store really positive stories on this team. Dave could probably tell you that I was critical of Frank Clark before the season began. Had a lot of certainly a lot of question marks about whether or not he was a guy that that was going to be part of this thing long term. The season he's had has really been incredible, and the energy that he seems to bring. I, I, I raise my hand. I sure seem like I was wrong right now. Did did you guys? I in the car driving home last night. I got to hear him interviewed. It's worth it's worth listening to. Uh, he has just grown so tremendously. He's he is he is one of the great leaders on this club, and, and uh, he's grown into that. And it's just a marvelous kind of a growth or you know elevation of his of his awareness, and and uh, um, he's really focused and centered on on what he's doing and where he fits and how things fit together. I'm really impressed. Now, I, thrilled about it. I mean, he ain't going anywhere. We we're not losing him. Did, we'll did somebody him reach him? I mean, how did that happen? Uh, I don't know. I think there's, you know... Because I'll speak for you, Saul. Plenty used I to was... say when they turn 25, something changes in their brain or something like that. I mean, there's we've seen this happen. We've seen it happen before. Now we've been here long enough to watch guys grow and mature. And, and you kind of get out... I think you get out of your young man's brain and you, and you, you sense the, the purpose and the and the responsibility around you and it shifts your... It can shift your focus. I think that's what we've seen. Frank's got a nice little family he's taken care of, and, and his, his mom, and his, you know, he's got people that he that he looks after, and, and they're counting on him. And he's embraced that, and, and it's important to him. It's all part of it. All fits when you, and then when you put the whole story together. Okay, uh, I'll frame it the way some of the national negative guys do. Uh, they say Pete Carroll's a raw raw coach. Oh, Pete's a raw raw. Oh, like coach. that's the first time I've ever heard. Pete's that is raw raw <laughs> coach. I'm talking about the national guys. That's what my dad says. Okay, raw raw coach. I like your dad. I, yeah, I okay. He's all right. I said to Saul, and maybe we're going to get in this discussion later in the week. How does the raw raw coach create the toughest team in the league? And I mean tough in the fact that this guy is out. Oh, he's not out. Oh, Doug Baldwin's banged up. Oh, Fluker's got to play with a hamstring. Oh, this guy's got to play with. Oh, McDougal's out all week. Oh. I mean, to a guy across the roster, there is not one that will check out, that will play and want to fight and want to endure to be on the field. How does and where does that come from? Well, I think I think they have a, a there is a connection that they feel to the purpose, and they it it, it taps into the guys that are that are willing to receive that they're doing this for bigger reasons, and then, and they they come up and it's. The, 
got to give the individual guys all of the credit in the world, but they tap into it because they're connected and they feel the purpose and they're going to overcome stuff that maybe other people wouldn't because they want to be part of it and they want to belong. Uh, the toughness part of it, I mean, you know, all you can get misled by all the fun that we have. We are as fundamentally driven team as you as I we can make it, and we're always working to figure it out more. I, I honestly feel like we're as much more like the Packers in the 60s than we were like the the run and shoot teams of the you know the, we're we're fundamentally based and and that's just what our ball's all about and our, we've, we're making the connection we start with defense it's about special teams it's running the football those are the foundations of of the mentality that you have you have to go along with it or you can't be here and that's what it all calls on everything you got and and given all of yourself to this thing and if you don't we don't want you here you know and we this isn't just a fun and games place this is a fun and games place that kicks ass and it's it's part of it and so that's just the way we want to be and and uh i don't know i'm glad you i appreciate you seeing it well plus 14 in the turnover oh look at that one Yes. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I don't. Is anybody else fortunate? Such a kiss no, up that's today. number one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What? Such a kiss up today. What? <laughs> I'll be the bad guy. All right. Give me an honest answer to this question. No, let's go back to the. Let's go back to the eight games without giving the ball up. Yes. How about that? Plus four. Three. Pretty good. I think Russell, we're on a streak of three games now. Haven't Yeah. Russell okay. has three picks since the second game of the year. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Three picks in in, in all those games. Be honest with me. Do you know the no, name? No, I'm not going to be, be honest. honest with you. Do you know the name of the player playing right tackle on your first touchdown <laughs> run yesterday? He came uh, in for fans. Did I score? The way you asked that question, I feel like I scored. No. Chris Carson runs his first touchdown in in the north end zone yesterday, right after fans. Elijah is one for you one. You don't know who that is. He just, no way. What he just said. Elijah the concept. Of course I know who he is. This is his first play he's ever played, and he scored. Dave said, just I, told you that in your ear, didn't he? Nope. No, he no, didn't. <laughs> I've worked hard at that. Name. Who is Elijah and Kansa? How does how do you bring in some? And not just that he was in on the play. He got you ran behind him. <laughs> we ran right over his number, man. Isn't that awesome? Who is he? <laughs> well, we we found him. Gosh, we I can't found remember. him. I can't remember what team we got him from. Now let you think about it. But uh, he just looked good in preseason when we saw him on film, and, and he's looked good throughout. And he's versatile. He's played on both sides. Real smart kid. Gets it. We've been we're really excited about him for the future. He just hasn't had a chance. He's been playing behind Dwayne, you know. And uh with all the the Knicks that happened, we elevated him on Saturday, you know, to, at one o'clock, right? The last minute, you know, and he played a touchdown play. It's awesome. It he was, was awesome. Yeah. I, I was so happy for George Fant yesterday. Seeing him play tackle really for the first time since getting hurt. He looked pretty solid out there. You know, there's another guy. You would love to talk to this guy. I don't know how much you guys have interviewed Georgie, but he okay. he has had so much fun this year. He has really embraced the tight end role. He loves it. And and so now he gets a chance to start. It's kind of like the culmination, and uh, that's a big deal. How about next week? Uh, you, what, you, what, what, about, what about Fluke, man? Fluke was – he was hurt. <laughs> I said to Fluke, hey, Fluke, I said, hey, Fluke, how about – and we get the pregame, and you just see what happens. And you just try to get warmed up and see if you – because we may need you. And I said, I promise you, we won't start you. But if you can dress – and he, he looked at me like, oh. He started kind of grunting and going, okay, bro, all right, bro. You know? And before you know it, he's out there, and he's killing the guy he's working against in pregame. We had to stop the drill. He was going to kill the guy, you know. And uh, so I said, Flute, can you stay warm? Because we're still two hours to the game, you know. Just stay warm, you know. And somebody said he was on the bike. Can you imagine the freaking? bike. <laughs> Jeez, a bike was screaming over there. <laughs> I can't 
<laughs> I can't imagine. Anyway, so he gets in the game, he's fine. He's yep. great. He played great. So next week. He uh, just healed himself on the spot. Y- you yep. guys do have something to play for. The fifth seed is still there to play for, in addition to just a regular well, like, like championship. Like we wouldn't play because it's a Just a regular game. championship Do you remember him trying to win preseason games, which we I, didn't win I, any of them? I know how yeah. you operate. I've learned okay, over well, so the last not going to be any different this week. Uh, will you give a guy, some guys who are maybe banged up a little bit a little, well, uh, we'll, a little we'll, benefit we'll, of the doubt? Well, the injury thing is really important to us. We got If we can take care of guys that, that need the break, then we'll look for it. But it's not because it's we're going to do that. look for that anyway. Understood. So it, the, the rosters are so small that they, you don't have a lot of room. Okay, let's play the backups. We, we got like two guys that back up six guys. You, know, you can't even – it doesn't happen like that. So guys got to play football. We're going to go win and we're going to try to – do it like we've been doing it, get a good victory, and, and then just keep on going. How did KJ come out of it last night? He did fine. He okay. came out fine. And uh, we, we we did pitch count him a little bit, and, and uh, it was great to get some other guys in the game. And yeah, But he, he's right off the bat. He knocks a ball down right out of the chute, you know, so we got to get him back How out How about there. a King King? I mean, we're talking about another story and how well he – I don't think anybody's a, matched he, up with Kelsey as well as he King did. King's a nice enough. ball player. He, he can do a lot of stuff, too. He, everything he's done this year has been good. Special teams, everything, everywhere he's gone, he's he's done well. I like Delano in the game last night. Tim yeah. had a really good game. Yeah, you know, uh, taking him a couple of years ago, we we, we loved the the draft pick and all that. And he was he, he just needs to learn the game. He is gifted. He's fast. He can cover his feet are good. He's you know two seventeen or something like that. Uh, he's strong and he's tough and physical. He's going to be really good. And, and, and you know, we're looking for great things. For what him. are you doing tonight and tomorrow? What do we got? What's on tap for Christmas? We got a game plan. We're game game plan. plan? Yeah, we got to get the plan together. All right. So we're scrambling a little bit. We're going to uh, honor the, the, the day. The players uh, were really making me aware of the fact that we hadn't had a Monday, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, Russ was leading the charge about it. And, victory and, Monday. Yeah, Victory Monday, you know. And, and uh, it's this is a, in, in the midst of that, which I wasn't considering really at the time because I wanted to come in here and have fun and look at the film with all the guys and have a blast, you know, doing that. But uh, – it gives the coaches a, a, about two or three hours more time to, to make up this day because they're going to get a break uh, tomorrow and all that. So, um, so we're going to do it all. We're going to do, it, we're going to do everything. We're going to get the game plan ready, get ready to go. Uh, Christmas. What's the best gift you've ever given or received? I don't know. Oh, come on. You've had one through best your years. You're like, man, I nailed that sucker. I still go back to my Ford Apache. That's the only one I can remember when I was a kid. But my dad put it together, and he, and he glued it all down so nothing you couldn't move anything. It looked great. On a, it was on a piece of plywood, you know. It looked great, little trees and stuff, but, it, but nothing moved. It was Hard kind to play of fun with. I played with it about two minutes. <laughs> but I always remember it was, it was one of my favorite things they ever gave me. But it wasn't any fun. <laughs> well, it's been a fun ride. Merry Keep Christmas. Congratulations. <laughs> You're going back to the playoffs again. How yeah, let's go. Sound? Let's go. It sounds good. And we're going to get revved up and go win some games in that playoff thing, too. Sounds we good. It. We appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks guys. for doing this. Merry Talk Christmas, to everybody. All right, Thank there you go. There's Coach Carroll. Have a great Christmas tomorrow, everybody.